Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. Now, I'm, 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 I'm not stuck. It's just that church as usual will never return. And we must respect the prophetic. We had a powerful time today in prayer and one of the things that that came out of my mouth was, I believe, that we're entering into a time now where the church, the true church, is going to begin to exercise like the saints of old. The book of Acts is coming back to the house of God. God never intended for the church to have a star in the pulpit and people gather to watch him perform. That was never God's intent. And so the stars are not falling, the stars have fallen so that Jesus can be seen. And the word of God says, if the Lord Jesus be lifted up, that he would draw. No, not everybody, but there's a group of people that belong to God, and God said, if you'll lift me up, I'll draw those in that belong to me. Can, can somebody say amen? We must respect the prophetic. Uh, my mind goes to the Gospel of John, chapter 6. And I gave them the verse in the video department before I came. And I gave them verse number 663. But you miss out if you read just verse 63. Because in verse 63, the word says in the gospel of John that the spirit gives life. And the flesh profits nothing. For life only comes from the Spirit. And people are dead because they are not receiving life. Life comes from the Spirit. If you're dead, you need life. And today I am here with a respirator. The word of God that will breathe life into you. That you will be on fire for God again. And turn your back on the world. And turn your heart, your whole heart to Jesus. In John chapter 6 Verse 63, the video, oh, it's already up there. It said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit. 
the words that I speak over you every time I stand in this holy, consecrated space. I speak life to you. There's no reason for you to be dead. When life is being spoken all around you, Jesus said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Now he says this to the disciples because prior to making this statement, there were some other things he said and the Bible says that many who follow Jesus When he opened his mouth and spoke life, many of them turned away and followed him no more. Because he said, unless you eat of my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life. And they thought he was acting like the heathens in cannibalism. And what he was saying, what your forefathers ate in the wilderness when manna fell from heaven, that I am the manna from God, that if you eat me, you'll never thirst or hunger again, that the manna that your forefathers ate in the desert, they died, though they was eating the manna. But if you eat this manna, You shall not die, but you shall live. And so on the eve of this watch hour service, we really do need to hear from God. Because the devil is working extremely hard to shut the church down. And to snatch every soul out of the house of God that would give him attention. I heard in the back people were testifying that there's some people who didn't make it to the end of 2022. They're gone. but we're still here. They said some people's children didn't make it to the end of 2022. Somebody testified, but all of my kids are still here. There's some folk in all of our families. I lost one just the other day. They're no longer here to see this new year come in, but blessed be Jesus, we are still here. Mm. Sheer muscle and willpower doesn't make anything happen. But every word spoken to you is a spirit word. And all you need is just one word from God. God. They, they called me and said, uh, Pastor, matter of fact, they even got me in the back. 
because they didn't want to believe what I gave them was, was the end of it. And uh, they said, uh, uh, how many nuggets do we have? You know, we usually have, what, four or five or six or seven. And uh, because of what I believe the Lord gave me at 4.30 in the morning, I said, we only need one nugget. Stand to your feet. With the video people, go ahead and put up nugget number one. There is no number two. Ready? Read. Read it again. Read it again. Go to somebody and say, whatever you need God to do, there's enough power in God's word to make it happen. Whatever you need, whatever you need, if you need healing, there's enough power in God's word to make it happen. Sometimes we don't need a healing in our, in our physical bodies. We need a healing in our family. And it's clear statistically that so many marriages are falling apart even in the church that we need a healing in our marriages in the house of God there's enough power in God's word that whatever you need tonight there's enough power available to make it happen. Jesus said, whatever you need, all things are possible. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you'll just believe I've already done it. Good God of mercy. Please, please have a seat. 2023, I've got a few things I want to share with you. And uh, I got a word from uh, Bishop Hash and Dad Thompson, Apostle Klinkscale, and, and Bishop Jakes. And I want to share those things with you. But being that they're not in this house, I'm going to uh, exercise the law of first mention and say what I believe God told me first. <laughs> I pondered this a long time. I mean, I really stretched out with God needing and wanting to hear for 2023. 2023, the year of refreshing. The year of renewing. The year of repay. And the year of reversal. Good God of mercy. Oh, God, stand to your feet. Find you somebody that's glad that you're here tonight. Hopefully you don't have to run on the other side of the church. Say, neighbor, some things didn't work in 2022, but it will work now. 
2023 is the year of your breakthrough in every area of your life. Oh, my, 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 my. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody said, well, I, I did all kind of things in 2022. I've done everything they told me to do, and it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work in 2022, but it's going to work now. It's going to work now. Yeah, they did not. I applied seven times, and they rejected me. Go again. It's, it's going to work now. I said, it's going to work. I applied eight times, and, and they didn't accept me. I, they, they'll accept you now. Pastor, I kicked at the door 25 times. Kicked the door 26 times. It, it'll, it'll open now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it will open now. It, it will open now. It's time to act. We've been for the past few years, we've been in sort of what I call a survival mode. Just, just, you know, just trying to make it. You know, talking faith, but just trying to make it. You know, acting real big when we come to church, but when we leave, just trying to make it. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you tonight that there's enough power in God's word to make it happen. Whatever you're believing God for, there's enough power in the word of God to make it happen. Let's look at Luke chapter number one. That's probably as far as I'm going to go. Luke chapter number one. If enough people in here want it, they'll pull it up out of me because it's in me. Amen. It, it, it's in me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you'll make this more important than anything else right now, God, God will, God will move in our midst. And you won't have to go home and drink vodka and gin to feel something. God will fill your tank up tonight. God will fill you up at the midnight hour. Hallelujah. And I'll stand up and tell the whole world that these at Harvest Church are not drunk as you suppose. But this is that with the prophet Joel prophesied that in the last days, saith God, that I'll pour out my spirit. Are you in Luke chapter number one? Look at verse number 34. Look at verse number 34. There's enough power in God's word to make it happen. To make what happen? Whatever you need God to make happen. There's enough power in God's word to make it happen. To make what happen? Whatever you need to happen. And so in verse 34, it says, Then Mary said to the angel, How? Can this be? I don't fornicate. Y'all looking at me funny. That's not in your Bible. That's not your translation. <laughs> then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? How can I have a baby? I don't fornicate. I don't visit Planned Parenthood. 
Good God of mercy. I'm not taking pills. How can this thing be? For I know not a man. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. She said, I know not a man, but you got a boyfriend. She was betrothed to Joseph. So she was smoking for. So in our day and time, we, we would say uh, she's engaged. But in this engagement, this young teenage girl says to the angel of God, how can this thing be? Joseph and I, we don't fornicate. Getting quiet now. Y'all were shouting a while ago. I wonder how hard it would be for an angel of God to find a young girl today. Who would have this testimony. Because our modern society has brainwashed and duped the church that God has changed his mind about sexual immorality. And so there will be a great mighty move of God, but it will not happen until we first repent. Wanting God's gifts, but not wanting him. Wanting God's miracles, signs, and wonders, but doesn't want the giver of the signs and the wonders. I don't want you, but I do want your money. And so the next verse says, and the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. And Mary, not knowing Joseph intimately, says to the angel, now you got to understand the magnitude of this girl saying yes to God. Because saying yes to God can potentially get her killed. They would stone you showing up with a big belly and not Mary. We didn't stone our daughters back in the day. We would send them down south. And if they was down south, we sent them up north. Yeah, north is a direction. South is a culture. <laughs> Can somebody say amen to this? And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called Son of God. 
And so tonight, or this eve or the edge of leaving an old year, somebody help me. Yeah, wherever I'm at, when it comes midnight, just bust loose. Just, just tear it off. But no matter what you need for God to do for you in 2023, I'm telling you that if you'll open your heart up to the Spirit of God, just like the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost overshadowed Mary. And blessed be God, she conceived a child. Well, if the Holy Ghost can overshadow a virgin girl and cause her to birth a baby, certainly the Holy Ghost can overshadow you and bring to pass what you're needing God to do for your life tonight. Is there anything too hard for God? So you will get your miracle. You will get your breakthrough the same way Mary got hers. And I'm sure in her mind, her mind was doing all kind of cartwheels. But it's clear that she fought through all of the thoughts that didn't line up with what the angel said. And tonight, you may have to fight through all of the thoughts while you're sitting there that is bombarding your mind to try to rob you to hooking up to what I'm speaking over your life tonight. There's some folk in this room, if they don't grab a hold of this truth and apply it to their lives, your marriage won't make it another year. It's on life support. You just barely got in here. Mm -hmm. And so Mary says to the angel, can I just go ahead? kind of girl did Mary have to be to see and hear an angel and not run? Apparently she had already been anchored in the things of God. That's what keeps you when nobody's looking. What'll keep you is whatever you're anchored in. And she pressed through. And she gets to a place. She couldn't have been any more than 14 or 15 years old. Stretch a little bit and say 16 if you please. Certainly a teenager. And she says to the angel of God. Be it unto me according to how you have spoken. You didn't catch that. In 2023, there's enough power in the word of God to change your situation all the way around. But until you can say, be it unto me according to the man of God and what he's speaking over my life tonight. 
You better hear me tonight. Good God. Look at somebody and tell them, say, stop looking at the giants of impossibilities. Who told you you couldn't have it? Who told you you couldn't do it? Who said you couldn't go? Who told you? Who convinced you you can't make it? Stop looking at your giants of impossibilities. Who told you you couldn't have the house? Who told you you couldn't start the business? You can laugh, you can do anything you want to do, but if you don't grab a hold of this word, your 2023 will be just like your 2022. Because for a life to change, you need a word. The spirit of life, the spirit of power will bring it to pass in your life. Good God of mercy. I said, good God of mercy. We're gathered here on this ending year with expectations, great expectations of a new year. I don't know about you, but I'm glad it's gone. Who Jesus. I'm ready to take another mountain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no time to retire. We need to refire. This thing ain't over. We're just getting started. Bless God. Hallelujah. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be a witness unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the othermost parts of the world. If you get on fire tonight, you'll leave this place, amen, and turn Kansas City, Topeka, Kansas, St. Joe's, Missouri. You'll turn it upside down for the glory of God. Jesus. Oh, God. You've been sitting too long. Stand up. Look at somebody and tell them, say, something powerful will happen to you tonight underneath your skin. Come on, get somebody else to say, something powerful will happen to you tonight. Something powerful will happen to you tonight. Something powerful will happen to you tonight underneath your skin underneath your skin underneath your skin God's going to do something down in your spirit down in your spirit that's going to change your life What God wants to do for you in 2023, religion won't do it. You can have religion. We need power. We need demonstration. We've had preaching. We've had teaching. But we need to see the demonstration of the Spirit. 
Let me help you. Stop coming to church, waiting for the preacher to do something. Things that you should be doing on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You should be going and laying hands on the sick. You should be casting out devils. People should be coming into the kingdom. Because you told them to come. If they'll follow you to the mall, they'll follow you to Jesus. If they will follow you to a ball game, they'll follow you to Christ. Is my baby brother here? Come here. And I don't mean to put him on the spot, but they'll follow you. They'll follow you wherever you're going. My brother has spent close to 17 to 20 years in prison. And I went and talked to some folk to try to do some things but long story short, he done his time. And he called me from prison and said, brother, can I come to Kansas City and be with you? And because he came to Kansas City to be with his big brother, his big brother serves God. His big brother loves Jesus. Are you listening to me? His big brother is born again. And he said, can I come and be with you? My mother said this to me before she died. She said, if you'd have been a dope man, he would have been a dope man. Because he loves you that much to follow you. Somebody said, you're not preaching. I'm preaching Bible. When Andrew met a man named Jesus and turned his life around, he went home and got his brother Simon named Peter. And because he wanted to be with me, and I want to be with Jesus. We both are following Jesus with our whole heart. Because people will follow you if you have influence over them. I didn't take him to a ball game. I didn't take him to a crack house. I didn't show him how to hustle. When he came to Kansas City, I revealed my life to him. And as a result of that, he fell in love with this man from Galilee, just like his older brother. Somebody give God praise. Love you so much, baby boy. They'll follow you. They will follow you. I didn't say they would make mistakes, but they'll follow you. Oh, God, please. The year of refreshing. The year of renewing. The year of repay. God's going to see to it that everything that you lost, I said God, not your supervisor. They may be the one that's holding it up, 
but God's going to move now. And I'm telling you, when God says it's time for you to be repaid, I'm telling you, supervisors will lose their jobs if they're in the way of what God wants to do in your life. They'll mess around and you be the supervisor. Because when God says something, it has to come to pass. 2023 is a year repay. There's some things you would have had if it had not been for the pandemic. There's some advancements you would have made if it had not been for the pandemic. There's some bonuses you would have received if it had not been for the pandemic. There's some breakthroughs you would have experienced if it had not been for the, for the pandemic. And God says in 2023, glory to God, you're going to be repaid. Can I get three people to get happy about being repaid? We don't have time, but in the Gospel of Luke, I believe about chapter number 10, there were, uh, there were uh, three, three, three people. There was, the Bible says there was, a, there was a man who went down to Jericho. And he fell. Be careful who you fall around. And he fell amongst thieves. And the Bible says that they beat him till he was half dead. And that's what the world has done to the people in the world. The world system which Satan is over. The Bible says in Corinthians that Satan is the God of this world. And he's beating the people. He's driving the people. He's driving them mad. They're killing each other and don't even know why. And the Bible says that this man fell amongst thieves. And they beat him. That's just like the world. They'll use you up, use all your beauty up, use all of your devonir up, use all of your youth up, use up all, everything you got. Just use you up until you're old and wrinkled and then kick you to the curb. And the Bible says that he fell amongst thieves and they beat him till he was half dead. I don't know what half dead other than is half dead. Then the Bible says that a priest came by and saw hurting humanity. And the Bible says that he went around the man on the other side of the street. And then the Bible says, then a Levite, I guess he was in a hurry on his way to choir practice. The Bible says, and then a Levite came and saw hurting humanity, half dead. And he too went on the other side and walked and kept going. But then the Bible said that there were some members of Harvest Church who came out to watch our service. Got a hold of this truth made a decision in their hearts that they'll not live another year without being a soul winner. If I'm really saved, my salvation ought to be alive. 
If I really love Jesus like I say I love him, I ought to have fruit and my fruit should remain. Somebody ought to be in the kingdom of God as a result of me talking about this God that I serve. I'm using my influence for everything else. Why don't I use my influence to advance the kingdom of God? And so the Bible says that a Samaritan, uh, we would call uh, the Samaritan in our day and time biracial. That a Samaritan came down the same road and saw this man of the world beaten and half dead because that's what the world will do to any human being that will give it time. And the Bible says that the Samaritan picked up the man half dead and ministered to him as much as he could to get a little strength in him and took him what we would call today to uh, urgent care. And took him to urgent care. And he's all bloody. He's half dead. And, and all of his money's gone. And so the Samaritan took the man to urgent care and says, minister to him. Bring him back to health. And here's some money to pay for the expenses. Read it in his, his whole, his whole, the, the whole text of it. And then the Samaritan says something, and I hear Jesus. He says, and if whatever you minister to him is more expensive than my payment, when I return, he said, I will, I will repay. Good God of God is saying to some of you tonight, I will repay for every sacrifice. When other folks stayed home, you pressed out. Sacrifice. Getting your kids to choir practice where other parents won't pay the price. Sacrifice. coming up, making sure things are ready for the bulk of us when we come in, sacrifice. Here before anybody gets here and the last one to leave, sacrifice. <laughs> I heard you testifying too, but, but, but you, you failed to use a word when they, they said, how do you stay committed? How do you stay, oh, how do you, how do you stay on point? How, how do you do it for 30-something years and, and don't back away and don't quit? Sacrifice. Submission is sacrifice. And then God says, yeah, yeah, the folks, they, they'll say, praise the Lord while they're leaving you, you vacuuming and doing other things. I'll see you next service. And it, it looks like nobody's paying attention. But God says, when I show up, I will. God said, there's no sacrifice that you've engaged in that I will not repay. There's nothing you've done in secret that I won't bless you openly. That's why you can't get mad and jealous and envious when you see somebody blessed. God said, I'll do that. 
what they're doing in secret, I'll bless them openly. They'll do it in secret. I won't bless them in secret. They'll do it in secret. They'll serve me in secret. They'll sacrifice in secret, but I'll bless them openly. I'll show you. I'll shower them with my love and my favor because you don't know what they do when you're not looking. Could God have mercy. I'll bless them because of their sacrifice. <laughs> Good God of mercy. Is this blessing anybody at all? In Acts chapter 3, verse 19, it says, Times of refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. Now let me talk. 2023 is going to be an awesome year for you. But some of the strangest things that you've never seen in your life is about to happen. Intercessors, your ministry is more important now than it's ever been. We don't even know how many people that Satan used as a result of the pandemic that he took out of the house of God? Y'all yes, don't get it. Yes, you know you don't get it. The church almost shut down. And now you have a group of people who have embraced this satanic mindset that their spirituality is just as strong at home watching streaming as it is in person. The devil is a lie. That's like saying watching television is just as impactive like being at the game. You get, you get the crowd effect when you're at the game. You, you don't get the crowd effect when you're sitting in your house. You get the crowd effect when we come to church. When other believers are saying hallelujah along with you, other believers are shouting along with you, other believers are testifying of the goodness of God. There's a strength in corporate coming together. And Paul, I believe, in the book of Hebrews, when he said, when you see the end coming, forsake not the assemblings. We said that verse forever, and it didn't make sense. Makes sense now. You heard that passage for, I mean, forever. What, Hebrews uh, t uh, 10, 25? Forsake not the assemblings of yourselves together. And it didn't make sense. Makes sense now. And for us not to assemble is to tell Jesus that we don't need the body. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. 
click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.